I am just in amazement at not only the knowledge of my professors, but how they imparted to me and how those thoughts and lessons are now becoming part of my belief system and what I'm choosing to try and live out myself, whether that's in the ministry or otherwise, you have professors who are just passionate about what they're talking about. You're listening to the Cairn 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Cairn University in just 10 minutes. This is Nate Wombold, Director of Alumni Relations here at Cairn. We're just coming down from our spring commencement, which was really, I'd say, an electric time in many ways. An excellent commencement speaker, a great turnout for our golden grad celebration. And we were very pleased to have two very distinguished alumni with us to whom we gave our Alumni Recognition Award. But there's one event that stands out in my mind, and that was during our biannual student brunch. We asked students to share testimonies at these, and Cassidy Shamelia and Andrew Gordon, uh, I don't know what the word is to use, I, I want to say astounded the faculty, staff, and students who were in attendance with their speeches. And so I wanted to try to get them in the studio and to hear a little bit about this very unique and special time that we all enjoyed together on campus this year. So today we welcome alumnus, very newly minted alumnus, Andrew Gordon to the podcast. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Well, I'm not exactly sure where to start, but I thought maybe a good place would be hearing a little bit just about you and your background and where you're from. Uh, so can you, can you tell us a little bit briefly about, uh, about you, Andrew, and where you're from? Sure. Uh, I'm from Harleysville, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. which is about 45 minutes west of the Langhorne campus. Uh, been there my whole life. Uh, come from a family of five and, and really have just been, been blessed uh, to have the, the schooling experience that I did. Uh, I went to Penview Christian School and then Christopher Dock Mennonite High School before coming to Cairn. I also mm -hmm. spent um, 11 months in Asuncion, Paraguay with Mennonite Mission Network before my college experience started. So, mm -hmm. um, so you're about a year older than most of your contemporaries here. That roughly. would be true. Yes. Yeah, true. Okay. Mm -hmm. Correct. A lot happens in a year? It does, yeah. yeah. I think that actually, you know, it really transformed my college search and, mm -hmm. and changed my mind, actually, in terms of really brought me to care. And the time spent in Paraguay gave me the time to discern. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up changing my mind and coming to Cairn, which yeah. was probably one of the best decisions of my life. Yeah. So. On the subject of you coming to Cairn, I remember um, one of the things I think that was so compelling, especially for me, about your speech was how you got to Cairn. And you referenced the, the alumni that you saw. Can you just briefly share a little bit about what you shared with Cairn faculty, staff, and the graduating students? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was very fortunate to, to live in a community, be in a church family, be in a school family where um, I knew a lot of alumni from different Christian universities in, in the area. Mm -hmm. um, and thankfully, a lot of them were from Cairn, you know, whether that was people who I knew from, you know, my job at camp or people I knew through church or even family members. Uh, these were people who came through the university themselves had graduated, had found jobs, had started families, and I was able to watch them as a, a kid, as a high schooler growing up, trying to make the college you know, decision where I wanted to go. Uh, and in looking at them and looking at what they were doing in their church, uh, in their jobs, they were just far and away to me, just people mm -hmm. that were 
living out a life that was modeling what what Jesus you know showed us in the Gospels, and mm-hmm. I, I really believe that they were just on fire for 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 Christ, and and it was demonstrated in how they lived. Yeah, it's, this is a great challenge for our alumni. People are watching, and obviously we are representatives uh, of Christ wherever we go, uh, but also the the places that we've been and studied at, um, we are representatives of those as well. So in in your case, Andrew, especially, I'm really glad. I'm not surprised that the alumni that you were around really pointed you positively uh, in this direction. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the speech, and uh, this was a really fun process with you that I enjoyed. I've I've known Andrew now. I think I met you when you were a sophomore. That's around the time when I came in uh, as alumni director, and it's been a pleasure getting to know you more and more. But I want to read an excerpt around the the earlier part, um, talking about some of the memories that students have. You, You shared with your classmates, and you said, I'm not going to stand up here and list off every single fantastic memory because we couldn't possibly all share those. And that's a good thing. There's too many. But the one thing that will last and the one thing that will absolutely share is this place and everything that comes along with inhabiting it beside one another. In doing life next to people day in and day out. It's the sitting wide-eyed after a dalzel lecture, having your mind completely blown and realizing how immense the mystery of the triune God is and how much more we have yet to read, study, and learn. It's in catching the excitement of Professor Palladino as he jumps around the classroom while the group slowly unfolds the importance of hip-hop and its contribution to culture and society and how that is useful and applicable to not just the historians or the musicians or the social studies teachers, but the business students, the social workers, the educators, the counselors, and ministers alike. You go on to talk about the things that really unify your classmates, and, and you say uh, it's, it is really the place itself of Cairn, but of course you talk about all these other things. And so um, how, how did you, what was your plan in writing this? What did you, how did you decide to do this? And when people read it and that we talk about the impact, how did you go through that process? I was trying to find a way to, to summarize the Cairn the experience. I was trying to find a way to express that to a group of individuals who have been going through it themselves, which yeah. is hard to do. Yes. You can explain the Cairn experience to people who haven't been on campus, who haven't like felt that or been a part of that. But to, to try and speak to people who have been doing it themselves for however many years, mm-hmm. that's a much harder thing to do. And so I was trying to bring in experiences that people might have felt themselves. Mm-hmm. And whether it was those specific professors or others, right. yeah. people can relate to those feelings. People can relate to, okay, I'm here to study the Bible. I am just in amazement at not only the knowledge of my professors, but how they impart it to me mm-hmm. and how those thoughts and lessons are now becoming part of my belief system and what I believe and what I'm choosing to try and live out myself mm-hmm. or, you know, in, in terms of my vocation, whether that's in the ministry or otherwise, you have professors who are just passionate about what they're talking about. Right. And, and, and it's not just talking about it. They're, they're doing it themselves. They're living it out, but they're also giving you the tools that you need to mm-hmm. go and do it, whether that's in your field per se, or whether that's somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I think Professor Paladino is a great example yeah. of that for myself. Yeah. yeah. Were you aware that some people literally were crying? No, not honestly, not really. I mean, that's really I, humbling to hear. That's cool. Well, uh, all the more reason I want to encourage anybody who listens to this, uh, take the time to go and read the speech because it will be a great window not only just into the life of Andrew Gordon and who you are as a person and what you would share in, in reflecting on Karen, 
But I think uh, you represent our students very well in the things that, that you shared. I mean, that's, that's my perspective on it, at least. Uh, what's next for you, Andrew? What now that you're, you're graduated? I think, you know, I, I almost don't want to limit it to, to one specific thing. I, I would really love to um, just be involved with the neighborhood that I live in. I mm-hmm. think that's one of those big goals for which myself. Is, which neighborhood? I mean, or, that, or wherever that also you depends. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah wherever that. I am, no yeah, matter yeah. where it is, mm-hmm. whether it's Philadelphia yeah. or, okay. or another neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think for myself, just being a part of that community uh, and hopefully, you know, making my church an integral part of that, but also be involved with a, a civic association and be involved in the decisions that go into that neighborhood and, and that, you know, that city. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about that as well. Uh, I've certainly given consideration into going into the urban and regional planning field. I think urban and suburban redesign is uh, going to be a huge thing in the next 25 or 50 years for our country that we mm-hmm. really need to start looking at, you know, and people have already been looking at it, but yeah. I mean, looking at more carefully. Sure. Um, I would, you know, I spent a lot of time in my college experience doing fundraising and development stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to think that I'm okay at that after mm-hmm. doing that for so long. Would love to go into that as well. Um, whether that be for a school, whether that be for a nonprofit. Um, I'm really just passionate about working for someone or an organization that is doing um, worthwhile work in, in the lives of people is really what I want to be doing. And if in the long run I get the opportunity to teach, I'd love to do that too. That's great. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you, Andrew, for joining us. And thank you, alumni, for listening. You can read Andrew's speech, as I mentioned, on the web. And you'll also have a chance to comment on the podcast on the web. Or you can always send me comments or ideas in an email at alumni at cairn.edu. Be sure to visit us on the web at cairn.edu slash alumni for, among many other things, important links and ways to get involved.